Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Hans. Mm -hmm. What's your surname? Thaler? Talhammer. Talhammer. Mm -hmm. Hans Talhammer. Welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Happy to have you here. So you've got notes. You've, you've listened to one of the episodes. Yeah, I have notes and mm. I have a gift. And you have a gift? I have a gift. You've already gifted me things in the past. Well, you gifted, you gave me a, and I've got it, a calendar which gives you notes on how to speak better German. And did it work? Dude, it is so written for Germans who don't know how to speak German. All right. I have another German book for you. <laughs> but yeah. um, leading up to this uh, recording, we talked about uh, growing up. Mm -hmm. And this podcast is about adulthood, is it? Sure. Okay. So um, I, was, I was listening to the episode. And the, one of my f most favorite books is uh, The Disappearance of Childhood by Neil Postman. Do you know it? No. Is this, uh, is this non-fiction? So it's like a... It's non-fiction. Okay. This is the book. Oh, you've even made a bow. It's got this big red bow so, on it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and, and this book is, is about um, childhood, what it means in the Western world. Cool. Um, and how it is disappearing. Yeah. And I thought this might be a very interesting topic to talk about. Yeah. Because you can't talk about adulthood. Is that even a word? Absolutely. It's not adultship, right? It's adulthood. Okay. Adulthood. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't be sorry. Um, uh, I get really nervous when we're talking about sex. No. Um, so, uh, we'll get there. Uh, okay. Talking about it. So, um, adulthood uh, is somehow separated from childhood. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, there's more than just sexual maturity mm -hmm. and this book um, is talking about the differences besides sexual maturity mm -hmm. okay so, being, so this is not a sexy book you're telling it's me it's not at all a sexy <laughs> book um, well I'm just gonna throw it away <laughs> So what do you what do you think about this whole disappearance of childhood thing? Like, what's well, what have you? The book is about um, how ch a childhood um, was invented um, because mm -hmm. it is a, a Western construct. construct. Mm -hmm. um, in the medieval times, it did not exist. Absolutely, you were a child until your sexual maturity, and then you were a grown up. Once yeah. the woman. B b blossomed or how do you call it bled was Bl she bled no i wanted to use like <laughs> the flowery word um the flowering is usually uh, yeah very male gazy like deflowering of no, no 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 i mean like she's like a flower okay. a bl yeah awesome mm -hmm. so uh once that happened she's a woman and mm -hmm. she could be married to anybody or mm -hmm. whatever there was no no concept of teenagerism teenagehood and um <laughs> And uh, teenage ship, and um, and and um, with uh, the uh, invention of uh, printing presses mm -hmm. um, and uh, a and a, forks, forks as well. They were a big invention. Forks, mm -hmm, the fork, uh, and um, and uh, um, literacy. Mm -hmm. um, a, a childhood started to appear. Yeah, because now you were able to. Um, store information and hand it over to another person mm -hmm. without children being able to decode the information because mm -hmm. they yeah. weren't able to um to uh, read, uh, read <laughs> and, and to use those symbols you mm -hmm. need at least 26 symbols to figure out what all those things mean mm -hmm. and um 
this is like the most um, important uh, argument of the book is like, mm-hmm. okay, with uh, the... Uh, with literacy. With literacy, childhood was invented. Mm-hmm. And because now um, information could be directed. Yeah. Right? Information Controlled? could be... Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, with uh, the start of the modern media age, uh, such as TV and internet, mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. is no actual direction you can't control information the informationsfluss i don't know what that is in english but um, fluss the river yeah the like river of information yeah uh, so you can't control that really stream of information maybe that's the word mm-hmm. thank you and um <laughs> and uh, now uh, children have access to all kinds of information yeah without and the wrong kinds of information for children maybe yes yeah um, How young were you when you first saw porn? How old was I when? Online, I... online porn. Not no, 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 no. I was born in 1985. Yeah. So, and, <laughs> and the internet was not really around till 2000. I mean, it was around, it but was not. Around. But you could but yeah, not. Yeah, 2000, absolutely. Yeah, no, nobody had their computer at. Yeah, I was the same. Yeah, w- yeah when I was like 14. You don't, you we didn't, didn't have, have internet. When you were 14, you didn't have internet. We had internet, but it was like the family's computer. For sure. And it was in the office room yes. and so on. And you did not stream. You don't have siblings. I do have two older sisters. So then why didn't they have a computer in their room? Well, we had one computer. One. Okay. The family had a computer. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I mean a brother, an older brother, definitely. And um, yeah. yeah, and so you don't stream on your mom's office computer don't stream porn you have an older brother and also i didn't i wasn't i'm I'm not sure if that existed but i saw porn for the first time at a friend's computer Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so how old mm, 15 16 uh maybe 14 yeah 14 14 15 so regardless of the computer you still saw it at 14 do you think what you saw was too much for your age too much yeah do you think it was inappropriate for your developmental stage not back then <laughs> <laughs> what was it what did you see i mean what what do you did remember I what it was uh just human on human <laughs> <laughs> how disappointing just two people uh penis uh, and vagina that's yes what you saw. Okay. yes yes that's what i consider sex mm-hmm. and <laughs> okay. and some other things but that's and uh, yeah 14 uh i guess i'm not sure okay and um, to be honest, I'm, I, I, I don't think that I fully understood what, what's happening there. So your sisters, your relationship with your sisters, did they educate you in sex? No. That's a big no. Okay, where did you get all your information from? Friends well, at school? I guess friends, school, and then, yeah, internet, of course, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because you look up things once you have the, like, once you have access, you you look it up. Of course, it's very interesting. The internet is just When you're 15, 16, 17. I mean, I had a girlfriend when I was 16, so. So you learn stuff together. Uh, Yes. Well, I I don't know how much I really learned, but. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) More like practiced. Yeah. Okay. Or, I well, the term practice is really wrong when it comes to... Is it? Yeah, I guess. Wrong I was not... But everything takes practice. Like, yeah, you get better at sex, right? So it's I, a matter of practicing. I've never tried to be good at sex. 
Wow, lucky them. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. It's I I don't want to try that. I don't want to. I don't want to be good. I don't want a trophy. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want a trophy for first place. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I came first in. No, and but like, the, like, like a ribbon. Trying to be good doesn't. There's no place that you're gonna get. It's just get like, like you practice stuff. Like, like I think practicing sex is like practicing the, you know, getting to know your body and their body and communicating. Mm-hmm. But about this is it is nothing physical. What? It's nothing physical. What's nothing physical? Sex. Getting to know each other. Also, and getting to know the body of your is not physical? counterpart i don't think so you don't think getting to know someone's body is physical i know what i mean it happens physically yeah uh, the last bit is physical but um letting somebody come close to you mm-hmm. or being able to get to somebody and to experience all those different uh, parts of sexuality this is something mental like you have to be mature mentally mm-hmm. to pr- process all that because then it's just a, a, a porn in real life it's like a, like a short story without a start and without an ending it's just the <laughs> and then it's over no but there's, it's not but there's so much more yeah. than than that but there's the physical practice of it that's that's like getting you get to know someone physically like you don't know how a woman's vagina works until you physically are feeling it and asking about it and and, and doing all of those things like it's a physical practice and same with the penis getting to know someone's penis is you know touching it and and mm-hmm. figuring and asking and finding mm-hmm. out what works and what doesn't same with like the rest yes. of their body you yes. know where whether it's breasts I, or buttholes or whatever there's mm-hmm. a there's a physical practice involved there, mm-hmm. and a getting to know you physically but that takes time. Look, you um, limit the experience to vagina, penis, butthole, no, all, face, all, erogenous zones all over the place. Like yes, ears, so, nose, yes, mouth, a shoulder, exactly, an elbow, uh, exactly, knee. Or the spine, or yeah, whatever. All of these things. Yeah, yeah. But like, you're, you're mm-hmm. suggesting that the physical getting to know you is a small element. It is not. Mm. It's not small. And it doesn't need to be in relation to getting to know someone intellectually or emotionally. It's all. It's all when you're when you're having sex with someone. Mm-hmm. There, there's this physical. Okay. Well, I thought you meant some kind of choreography. Like, how do you how you choreograph a three way, and how you fuck somebody from behind i don't know okay is, okay so it's more i don't i don't think you have to <laughs> learn that or try to be good at that i try okay. to be a nice human being and then <laughs> okay, okay okay getting laid through that and it works right. just fine <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> your face does yeah. not show a lot of confidence it's, it's <laughs> great yeah what they say about being nice Mm. It's true. They finish last. Nice guys not finish at all. last. Or not, not at, all. at all. Exactly. <laughs> you can't finish last when you're alone. <laughs> right? 
<laughs> you just finished yeah. sad. No, being alone is fine. We need to we need to shake the, the this idea of aloneness being bad. It's too ah, our society educates us too strongly that we need to be procreating and be in this like family unit in order to be happy. It's bullshit. Don't put no, don't <sighs> blame that on society. Oh, I blame it's it. religion. Evolution. It's, it's, it's evolution. Yeah, but it's, it's society. Four million yeah. years yes. and billions and billions of living beings yeah. versus your opinion. Well, versus <laughs> like reality, which is like there's different ways of having like the pandemic has shown us how differently we can exist in society without, you know, such a physical community around us. And, you know, and there's AI and there's all of these things. And how, yes. how dependent are we really on having this, you know, old school family unit and procreation in this you know, family unit sense or partnership sense. Like it doesn't need to be like that. Anyway, this is a separate, a separate topic. It is, it is a separate topic. It is connected though to this idea Uh of childhood, I think. Uh Um, so, uh, so yeah, you watching porn when you were, you were 15 and 16. And only then. This reminded me. Only then. No more porn. (laughs) Only with male friends. (laughs) Cause that's not gay. And we're like, this looks interesting, and we made notes. And you made notes, really? We made, no, we did no, not <laughs> make notes. When I was, I, this this reminds like me. Like a football coach, like a manager. Making. You, yeah, no, yo, you were too fast. You were too fast. Is, <laughs> Don't touch up, it catch like up. that. Yeah. Catch up. It's too much fluid. <laughs> yeah. Take off your helmet. Mm-hmm. Um I remembered recently that in primary school, uh, so I finished primary school when I was, what, like 12, and I think two years before I finished, so when I was 10 years old, I was sitting in the schoolyard with another friend, uh, two other friends, and we were having a competition, Polly and I, um, her name is Polly, that's funny now, um, uh, about who knew more about sex, and we were listing, like saying a fact, and if the other person knew it, they got a you know, they got a point. Do you want to compete about sex facts when with I a was... person whose name is Polly? Yeah, who's her already... name was Polly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But it's double L. Yeah. You know, Polly. But... I was trying to make a joke. Sorry. Yeah, I know. That, that was the original <laughs> joke I made when I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, but yeah, I won. I, okay. I won. I wanted okay. to steal your premise... It doesn't matter. Okay. It's fine. You so you talked to a 10-year-old. We were both about- 10. We were both 10 and we were yes. competing about how much we knew about sex. And I won because I said, do you know what a snow what snowballing is? I don't know that. Now, exactly. And you're 35, 36, 35. 35. Sorry, 35. I'm 34. And at 10 years old, I knew that snowballing. I don't want to know. <laughs> like, I know everything i want to know about sex i know oh wow that I, is a sad perspective i don't to no, take. no 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 yes. i'm not trying to get better you i'm happy know that i'm happy with what i know you're I'm happy not, alone not no it's not no 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 i said we're happy with, i'm happy with what i know but i don't want to experiment i don't want a three-way i don't want to go gay i don't want any well, i don't knowing your sexuality is different to not wanting to experiment like mm. Bad. I don't want to experiment. You okay on stage? I mean, not sexually, but I want to try new jokes. But I don't want. But sexually, you have no interest in experimenting beyond what you've not already experienced. Not at all. Wow. Not at all. That's yeah. I wanted to have you on because I had <laughs> this feeling that you were gonna be in the camp of that. And yeah, that's it's so that's super interesting because. Uh, because it's not the typical approach of someone that has moved to Berlin, but you are German, so it's different. Well, I think 
the motivation to move to Berlin because you're sexually open mm. is... A, um, I don't want to offend anybody who's listening. But, but go I think for it and offend people who are listening. I think it's a bit old-timey and outdated <laughs> because it makes sex something special and uh, this is like a taboo from 20 years ago. I feel like... Berlin used to be really progressive. Mm-hmm. And for the past 15 years, it's just been the same. It's like, yeah, we fuck a lot and we take drugs and we party. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had an Australian accent there. Party. Party. Uh, we party. We party. And we party. Um, and <laughs> so they're all English speaking migrants, is what and, you're suggesting. <laughs> Yeah, we do a lot of party. And, um, Still English speaking. Yeah, and it's the main English accent, yeah, so you're it doing is. it wrong. Um, no, and just different variants. Okay. So you're suggesting that Berlin has been boring, and you're suggesting uh, Well, that... it's not developing anymore. And... Well, you don't know because you're not... You're not... <laughs> Interested <laughs> no, in you don't experimenting know. on any within no, any realm no, of sex? Yeah, because I think experimenting is a thing of the past. When what? yes, when <laughs> when you did not have access to a lot of information to all kinds of porn, um, and and you did not know what you could like or what is possible, you and when there it, still were taboos, but now there are no of sexual... Of course there are taboos. No sexual Bullshit. taboos. Bullshit. Of course there are sexual Ooh. taboos. You know why they're still taboos? Mm. Because there are people who, who judge them and think that that's not, you know, people who don't want to experiment, people Ah, who... yeah, but people judge you for the kind of bread you eat and for the shoes you wear. Everybody judges somebody, but it's not important. You're not losing your job because you're gay anymore. Well, and, not in Berlin, of course not in Berlin. And, and but if there is any In other taboo, places in the world, but, but the thing is, Berlin yeah, yeah, is at yeah, the yeah, forefront. Yeah. It's all relative to it the rest to, of the world. It, it used to be the forefront. It's, where, is, where is the forefront and, now in terms of sexual experimentation or progressiveness? Well, this is an interesting question. Mm. It is an interesting where? question. Um, hey, uh, just one more thing. Mm. Um, I think if there is any taboo, it is... And it's not even a taboo, but but it's like, hey, I want to be in a relationship with one person and not fuck around. That's not taboo. And no, 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 it's not taboo. But if you say that in Berlin, it's like, okay, I accept that. <laughs> it's like, do no, you know what that, I mean? No, I think it's, it's the standard. Special. I think I think Berlin is extremely. I think the majority of people that are here are here not because of sexual progressiveness. I think a lot of people because have moved of here. Drugs. Uh, drugs. <laughs> Uh, it's also a startup capital, and so you've got lots of weird creative, um, mm-hmm. creative industries. You've got the startup industry. You've got drugs, so you've got electronic music as well, which is creative industry. And then it's the capital, and it's an interesting place mm-hmm. anyway because of the history. Mm-hmm. So you've got you've got a huge amount I of love the history. Yeah, yeah, right. Who does like it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. So there's so many there are so many uh, Germans from the rest of Germany in Berlin that do not touch on any of the drugs or the sex culture then you've got a bunch of people that are here for you know industry even though it's like such a poor city uh and then you do have locals who are extremely progressive and some of these um other more artistic people who are here and who want this uh progressive lifestyle 
And I don't want any of that. And that's fine. <laughs> and that's totally fine. But I don't believe, um, and I've got no interest in Berlin being the epicenter of sexual progressiveness, but I think it's wrong to say that it's not, that's not still what Berlin uh, is. Well, I, I feel like just the attempt of being sexually progressive. I don't think it's trying. Is. I don't think it's trying to be. I think it simply is. is. fashion. I think it simply is. It's a gay capital. It's, um, there is a huge uh, poly polyamorous scene here. Mm-hmm. I can't seem to, I don't particularly uh, connect with, I haven't connected with people that, well, I have, but I haven't wanted to be in a polyamorous relationship here um, and not like much. Uh, but definitely the progressiveness of the city is part of the reason why I love it and the way the openness of people here and the it's not just about sexual progressiveness. It's the openness to be whatever you want to be and no one's going to judge you. You can go to a bar and say, hey, I don't take drugs and I don't drink. And people will be like, cool. You can go to a bar and say, mm. hey, I've got everything on me. And people will be like, cool. You can wear the craziest fucking clothes and people will be like, yeah, cool. You can look like uh, your mother dressed you. You know, you can you can be whatever you want and people are just going to be like, okay. And that's why Berlin is progressive, I think, just because there is an acceptance of you do you, whatever it is, no. you do you. I, I want I want people to judge me. <laughs> well, lucky. I want, <laughs> I, I want people to say, hey, you're a piece of shit. Stop taking those drugs. And I'm like, you don't ah, take drugs. I but don't. Exactly. I don't. But you, you're doing German comedy in Germany. So, you know, you're doing, you're putting yourself in the position where people will judge you. Oh, so. uh, yeah. yeah. You're, you're yeah. fine, man. Yeah. You're fine. You're, uh, that's perfect. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about, um, sex on stage no, as you... in the physical part, but maybe about my appearance and about what I could like. You want to be more specific? Yeah. Well, um, my visual appearances, I am a, um, black woman <laughs> i'm a white man um i'm not very tall i'm i i'm average in pretty much everything uh, uh, at first glance mm-hmm. um and uh, this is where did the black woman come from that was just trying to be funny a dick okay and um this so i'm pretty average in that and then also, I have a few jokes about, hey, I'd, I'd love to date a single mom because her life's fucked up and now I can't ruin her anymore. And so I if I, I, I don't want to disappoint women anymore. That's why I just date women whose lives are fucked up. So I, Well, because you're not going to try to be good at sex. sex. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just a joke, but it's it. this is what, what I talk about. I'm not talking about, yeah, I want to put my dick in her face i'm talking about more motivation and Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and and myself yeah well i know that that fits (laughs) with you you because if you're not interested in like yeah your your uh, sexual experiences are gonna be fitting within sort of that category it's not it's not a topic for you if you're not no, interested in experimentation not. No, or crazy shit like that, whatever, however you want to judge it. I mean, I feel it. bad for people who want to experiment sexually, but... You uh, feel bad for them? Why? Yeah. Well, what are you looking for? If they're for? with you, <laughs> it's you feel bad for them. It's such a pointless goal. Why it's like, it, what's a pointless goal? Uh, uh, experimenting Yeah, sex. because... Why? Well, um, the, the, if, if, you, if you 
come or have an orgasm mm-hmm. or 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 feel sexual pleasure, mm-hmm. it's only for seven seconds, and then it's That's gone. if you're you. you Women can't. can have multiple extended long orgasms. Yeah, because they're and also m- closer to pigs. They can have forty-five minutes. No, because, well, but, careful now. But they we're closer to pigs. Do you want to elaborate on that? <laughs> No, but it's just no, for a very short. Okay. It's, it's just for a very. It's not that short. short period and also, of time. why are you, why is sex so orgasm focused for you? There's a whole lot of pleasure that can happen that has not that is not connected to just coming. Yes. Yes. Okay. So experimentation, I think, just to clarify for me, for example, experimentation mm-hmm. is sex in sex is about uh, it's it's about the the two or ten people that you are touching. And connecting with mentally, and as a result, there's some level of emotional connection. Mm-hmm. And it's the dynamic between two people and the bodies. And there can be there can be role play. There mm-hmm. can be pain involved. There can be different holes. There can oh, yeah, be different toys, different textures, involved. different momentums. Different. There can be so many different elements to sex, and it's about the dynamic of the two people. So it's not this every. It's not this uh, constant generic equation that mm-hmm. amounts to the same thing. Mm-hmm. So for me, that like talking about experimentation as being futile yeah. or or it's like what? Like it's about connecting with a different person. Every person is different, and the dynamic I is different. I don't want to connect with anybody I don't know already. So no experimenting for me. <laughs> I don't want to be tied up. A woman once asked me to take my belt and slap her on mm-hmm. the ass mm-hmm. and she took my belt and folded it in half yeah she did the loopy and and then and she, did the, she she did it yeah where it was re- and i was like, uh, and she said well why did that scare you and i'm like well you have you were holding a weapon yeah <laughs> this is a weapon yeah it's torture and, she and you want me to you. hit you yeah but you can do it like and, not super and then i did and she <laughs> said harder and yeah. i'm like no i'm not gonna hit you harder I want, uh, you're a woman, I feel the need to protect you. If you want somebody to hit you, go find yourself a person who enjoys drinking after work and they will happily do it. <laughs> Jesus, okay, no, because that's an uncontrolled, uh, abusive environment, yeah. whereas no. asking to be hit. But fair enough, like, if you don't enjoy that, okay, that's, that's if it totally makes you respect- happy. Like, if it makes you happy, I that. hit her. <laughs> I love <laughs> I hitting you, women. You didn't know. And that's not no. it. It's about being in a consensual environment and role playing and <laughs> asking for things. Like I'm not I'm not someone that, you know, regardless of what I do, I'm not someone that likes to be hit really hard. But, you know, there are there are elements of um like within bondage and things like that that you know, where there's a there's a there's a line between um pleasure and pain and that's interesting to play with. Oh yeah, it's it's it, uh... it's interesting but you've got to be comfortable with it and so there's consent on both sides when you say hey i don't want to hit you that is totally totally um respectable like of course no one's judging you for that that's fine but also same goes you know she shouldn't be judged for wanting to be uh to for enjoying a bit of violence for being a whore (laughs) (laughs) did you pay her in the end uh no. no no okay um emotionally no, oh, I, I, I did not. I did not. You did um, not hit her. You did not pay her. No. You, you just, you didn't even pay her. You just let. You just what? You like ran off and didn't. You didn't settle it, up. It was not a sex worker. <laughs> it was a person I met. 
Um, so you knew her, okay. Yes. That's, okay, yes. okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Her full name is... No. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, okay. So, what about what notes have you got? I'm curious. Okay. Wow. Do you really want to talk about the notes? Well, I want to know. All right. You wrote notes about my podcast. All right. All right. So, I listened to the episode with your ex-boyfriend. Uh, no, he wasn't an ex-boyfriend. Or He's a, a guy lover. that we saw for a while. Yeah. Okay. That I saw for a while. Whatever that means. Hey, Berlin. So, um, and you talked about a lot of sexual stuff with him yes. and about how to please a woman yeah. uh about or how to make a woman come uh yes pleasing a woman's a much bigger topic and <laughs> uh, and uh, i was wondering mm. why did you not talk about this with him during the relationship during the dating phase yeah during the seeing yeah, yeah. procedure and why publicly do you feel more comfortable talking publicly about okay, there's a few things here yeah yeah about Pub this or uh-huh okay so did you want to intimidate him in public <laughs> no there's no intimidating um jesus no he's extremely open and candid obviously if you've listened to the episode in but he Berlin. doesn't give head He doesn't give head. He doesn't put his fingers inside vaginas. He, um, yeah, he doesn't use hands or mouth. So during the, during the relationship, we'll call it. Sorry, Ian. He doesn't listen to it anyway. Um, during, during, after the first three weeks, and I mentioned in that episode, after the first three weeks, I had that conversation with him where I said, hey, dude, like, how many times do you think I've orgasmed? And he was like, no, how many times have we had sex? And he mm -hmm. was like, I don't know, like, like 40 times. And I was like, I'd say like 10, 15. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but even better. And then how many times do you think I've come? And he was like, fuck, I have no idea. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, well. It's like two, two times. Mm -hmm. And he was like, how did I do it? And I was like, you didn't do it. I got myself there. Mm -hmm. And then we sat and we talked, like we sat down. I sat him down and I was like, look, do you think that's fair? And he was like, no. And I was like, fair, fair. Do you think that in 20 <gasps> times that you came, do you think it's cool that I've only come twice and that you actually have no awareness of my sexual um, satisfaction during these things? There's no, there's no conversation here. There's no, you know, and during, during that time, um, during those three weeks, I was doing everything I could physically to navigate him in the right direction. Mm -hmm. So I was like, Hey, my clit's, my clit's here. My clit's here. Hey, um, actually, can we do it like this? Hey, actually, you know, da, da, da. I was doing what I could. So this conversation came and I gave him the fee and I was like, dude, like, why don't you go down on me? He was like, I don't, I don't feel comfortable doing that. I don't like it. I was like, why don't you finger me? He's like, I don't like That's it. That's a great name for a feminist punk band. Why don't, why you, don't you finger, finger me? me? <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> why yeah. don't you finger mm -hmm. me? Yeah. And, uh, and he was like, I don't, I don't like it. Like I, I, it's uncomfortable for me. And I was like, well, dude, like I will give, like, we need to get to know each, our bodies. So can we please start? Um, like I can show you how to do it. You know, let's, let's try this. Mm -hmm. And so then, Let's you know. take a Zoom class. <laughs> <for> <laughs> exactly. No. Mm -hmm. Thank fuck there was not. No. But yeah. And so then the next times we did it, he reverted to the same style as had been happening. And I was like, hey. And then I would just stop. Did I would you, just give did up. You, did you stop him while intercoursing? <laughs> While intercoursing, did I stop him? No, but I'd be like, hey, no, like I need to. And then like, I'd be getting my hand in between our bodies and being like, I need clitoral stimulation. <laughs> and I'd be like, hey, no, like, can we do it like this? And then mm -hmm. it would just, 
And then um, the last sort of the last, sorry, Ian, the last week um, I basically was refusing sex because I, I was just like, this is so frustrating. Mm-hmm. I've, I've talked about it. I'm mm-hmm. bringing it up during sex. I'm giving physical cues. I'm giving verbal cues, not just, but I'm directly asking for things and it's not it's not working and so yeah and then did you did you draw like a map no i didn't go that far i didn't i didn't make it like that because that helped me a lot while reading game of thrones there's a map in the front of the book and you see where there's the north and where's the wall and everything and i think a map of your (laughs) hoo-ha of your hoo-ha would be very beneficial uh, to your own good. Now, the thing is, I, 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 I respect this. I respect this approach. And that was like in another episode with Julieta, we talked about how um, a YouTube tutorial mm-hmm. of like how to, how to use. So it'd be like a privately listed mm-hmm. video. And then when you're before you fuck a guy, you'll be like, hey, I'm just going to the bathroom. Watch this. And then he would know, oh, that's she likes this. She likes that. Wow. She, there and there. And this I think it's a great idea. Sexual harassment. No, it's not. This is that's this that's, that's help. Too, no, that's no, no, help. no, 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 no. This is assuming that a person is an idiot, and no, that it's not you every. What are you talking about? Every woman is different. Are you kidding me? Everybody likes something different. Him. No, it's not forcing anything. Oh, yeah. It's like if you want to fuck me, this is how it works. Now, I don't want to humiliate or um, uh, intimidate Ian mm-hmm. in any way. He's a good friend of mine. Um, I talked about it on the podcast because it became apparent in the podcast that he, yeah, he had no idea about any of these things. And during the time that we were together, I tried to, I, I did everything I could mm-hmm. and I ended up giving up. I wasn't going to draw a picture. I did everything I could in a normal dynamic for me asking for what I needed. But yeah, it just came out in the podcast okay. that his, in his, his knowledge of these things of anatomy because he told me he'd listened to the episode before with Kate and he was like Anna why didn't you tell me how to actually make a woman come you didn't go into enough details mm-hmm. and I was like oh and so it just came up that day mm-hmm. that it was like I need to explain See, all Anna, of this it's your fault that you didn't come fuck off um, Hans fuck off Hans okay. it's not so my fault <laughs> it's, it's Ian and Bella's <laughs> lack of no. uh, curiosity or even Ooh. self um, self education mm. around the female anatomy mm. That's a nice way to put it. And Thank that's you. the only nice way to put it. In it is this a very case. nice way to put it. Um, next note. Next okay. note, Hans. So we had the book. We had this, this topic. And I have two more things on my list. Right. <laughs> I can go through them. Um, how does it... Okay, so you were 35. I, no, I'm 34. I'm th- you're 34. Mm-hmm. Um, how does it make you feel? <laughs> Just how, do, how does it make you feel Yeah. when a man your age mm-hmm. um, is... Dating a much younger woman. How much younger? Uh, well, anything from age of consent to mid-twenties. So 10 to 15 years younger than you. I think anything under, um, anything over 10 years difference mm-hmm. is problematic. And I think there is some level of an abuse of power there. Mm-hmm. Um, because simply having an extra decade of knowledge... Um, experience in the world puts you at a at, in a very different position, and there is a natural imbalance of power there. Now, all human relationships um, are are an interplay of power dynamics for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, but I feel like like I dated a guy that was nine years younger than me mm-hmm. um, two years ago, and uh, 
and the difference between us in uh, our experiences, the fact that he had only been out of high school for five years mm-hmm. was so apparent in so many of our interactions. Mm-hmm. Any Anytime he wanted to um, comment on uh, something that requires experience to have knowledge on. So like, for example, quitting cigarettes, like not mm-hmm. like quitting, quitting a bad habit. You know, he'd, he, he would have an opinion on it and it's like, yeah, well, you've only got like five years of practice of that. Like you've only experienced only, five years of that. From what I've that. gotten so far is you, you're just dating idiots. <laughs> no, okay. I totally uh, that's get That's a totally th- different get, criticism. Get, I, and no, absolutely not. I I'm don't not. date idiots. I date... Look, there's been a couple of idiots Interesting in the people. I date people who I have an interesting dynamic with, for sure. Now, this this person, it just beca- it was just uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because also um, in this power dynamic, uh, he wanted to be my equal. And he, in fact, he wanted to be giving me advice around mm-hmm. things. And it was just mm-hmm. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. Maybe this would work if you really appreciated how much more experience mm-hmm. I have around things. And you weren't trying to be in a position of teaching me anything. And I think that should be the case in any relationship dynamic. Mm. You're not teaching them. You can share your experiences, mm. but your experiences are yours and they ha- come from context and they're not always you know, comparable with mine. But um, I think there is an issue with a power imbalance when there is more than 10 years different, mm. 10 or more years different. I, I, I'm totally on your side. Mm. Um, I think there's an, another perspective to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because, okay, you just because you are older doesn't mean you are wiser. But in I most cases, mm-hmm. you have more experience and more time to reflect on yourself. My ex-husband and, was seven years older than me, for example. Mm-hmm. Emotional maturity wise, I was... Well, seven about. years is... Yeah, but seven years but seven is... Years is still a bit. It, it is a bit. Um then uh, and and the two other um, uh, th- things. One is there's a difference if it's a relationship or just like a one night stand, oh, yeah. dating, blah blah blah. Oh, dude, one night stands. Fuck anything that's that's can consent. You know that's okay. totally fine. I don't care. And uh, yeah, age of consent is also naturally, important. but consent and, and then yes. age of consent. <clears throat> yes. Um, and uh, the other thing is, I recently read an article. About why women in their like early 20s mm. tend to date much older men. Mm-hmm. Because now I am one of those men. <laughs> you know okay, what I mean? So you're, okay. Mm-hmm. So what happened to me was um, I was texting with a woman uh, on Instagram. She was at one of my shows and she said, well, I like it, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, thanks. W- what, what do you do? And she said, What yeah, did she I'm- say she liked it? She liked the show. She it liked was it. really funny. I wasn't wasn't sure what the it was. <clears throat> okay. Like, did you did you expose well, yourself in the toilet? Certainly not or? the sex with me. Um, <laughs> and 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 she said, "Yeah, I I went to university uh, in in this city, and now I moved to Berlin for work." And you're like, <sighs> and I'm like, no, 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 it's all it's all good. Uh, and no, it was all texting. Yeah. And she said, "Yeah, I moved to Berlin for work." And so I thought, okay, she finished university. She's not working, so she's in her mid twenties. So yeah. that's what I assumed. Yeah. yeah. And um, she said, "Well, do do you want to meet sometime?" Or I said, "I don't know." And and we we met. Mm-hmm. And um, when I first saw her, I was like, "She looks young. This is young." Uh oh. 
What, what I, were the cues? Was it just her skin and like facial structure? Yes, or? of course. I mean, I I I see if a person is in their mid thirties or late teens. Uh-huh. So yeah, yeah. I mean, the, yeah, just the skin and the face is really giving. It's really yeah. It's like oh my god, that around the eyes. Th- yeah, it's like where it's, are your wrinkles? Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and even if they are tired, like young people, they still have no wrinkles. Right. So I'm I'm at the age where I have bad days and good days. Oh, totally. <laughs> and they don't have bad days. <laughs> it just comes. So and I asked her, "How old are you?" And she said, "Well, I turned 19." <gasps> and I'm like, "Ah, oh, I've got a story actually about this." Yeah. And this is weird, and not because she is 19 per se, but because I I said, "Well, why didn't you tell me?" Or why did you make me believe you are much older? And she said, well, because I know that you wouldn't date or long-term date a much younger woman. Yeah. And I'm like, well, but this should should, should be enough information for you to not yeah. lure me into anything at yeah. all. And she said, well, I I was trying to convince you. And I'm like, this is not working. <laughs> this is not. It's not working out. I mean, she's a beautiful young woman, beautiful, yeah. interesting, smart, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. But it's this, just this is weird. Yeah, this is weird. Uh-huh. I yeah, and and um, also like technically, eighteen is is out of my range. Yeah, especially. Uh, for a relationship. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck so, yeah. Um, as you said, she's just not a she's just not a child based on the law. <laughs> yeah. Well, there there are people who said, well, it doesn't it doesn't mean anything uh, as long as she's reached the age of consent, mm. and of course legally that's okay. Of course. And also, if both parties um, agree on whatever, mm-hmm. it's okay. It it has to be okay. It's legally okay, but how how you feel is what it comes down to. How you feel you can connect with her, and if you feel like there is a an imbalance of power, that's uncomfortable. As soon as soon as you feel an imbalance of power, you should stop it. Exactly. Yes. I um, yeah. Some people are. I mean, nobody's older than they are, but some people are very mature for their age. Exactly. And they can. Um, uh, they can I hold their own in dynamics with older people. Yes, and they know where they stand in the world. Yeah, and they have they have an appreciation that hey, like like when I was younger, you know, I I had an appreciation, for example, of that my husband had my ex husband had Mm -hmm. seven years on me, Mm -hmm. and I would respect that. And in lots of dynamics, would be like, Mm -hmm. actually, you know more about like when there's when there's a there's an awareness of the real age gap, Mm -hmm. and like, but and a respect of that, but also. Um, able That's to a good point. Them. Awareness. Yeah. You have to be aware of the differences. Exactly. And I don't think she was. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. That's, that's a nice way to put it. Yeah. Again. <laughs> well, thank mm-hmm. you. I had um, I had an experience. A woman. Um, yeah, I don't want to say girl. A woman uh, met me at a show uh, that I performed at. I'm not sure if she saw me on stage, but she came to one of my shows the next night. She was just visiting from Vienna. We had this, like, when we met, we held hands. Like, we shook hands, and then we just held hands mm. for, like... Um, it was it was like a weird long time, mm-hmm. like uh, like half an hour. I was very flirty and like a bit drunk, and so I just went with it. And she was cute, but like, mm-hmm. and then she came to my show the next night, and she was all like, 
excited and I was like, I'm super busy. There's a bunch of people here, but, mm-hmm. and then she got my number and then she. You were playing hard to get. Yeah. Not real. Well, <laughs> well I, she was just visiting. She was like, oh, can we go out for a coffee? Like I go back to Vienna um, on, on, on Monday. And I was like, yeah, let's get a coffee on Sunday. And then, um, and then we met up and we went for this walk and we were talking and I started getting this feeling that she was really young. And, uh, and then I was like, how old are you? And she was like, I don't want to tell you. Mm, that's a red flag exactly doesn't doesn't mean doesn't mean she's under 18 but it means you should get the fuck out of there exactly and as soon as they're stalling that information yeah yeah then it's a problem then they know that they're too young and so i pushed and i pushed and eventually like you know i was i was playful and whatever but eventually she told me that she was 21 and i was like this was uh last year no the year before 2019 so i was 32 she was 21 and I was mm-hmm. just like, and, and she, she did a lot of talking about how, you know, she was old for her age and that she, you know, she hangs out with older people all Oof, the time. That's and, also a red flag. Yeah. 21 is not the red flag, but it's, this it's talk is this, the red flag. Yeah. And she was really trying to defend her position as a young, young, young woman. Anyway, we got back to my front door and she was like, well, I know I'm, I'm young, but you know, can I, can I kiss you? And I was like, mm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so, okay. And so she texts me from time to time and uh she came to my sh- to one of my shows uh Tell her you have a new number and it's No, but she's really sweet. She sends me really nice photos like oh. shot like beautiful views over the vineyards in Vienna and like here's mm. a pumpkin I carved out for Halloween and sends me, you know, lovely Christmas messages and and there was a moment where I felt You destroyed her emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> well, she came and visited and came and saw one of my shows in uh, between lockdowns and summer. And that was really sweet. And I, I really, um, yeah, like I made it clear, you know, I, I, I didn't fub her off. Like she walked with me to the train station. Mm-hmm. I just made it really clear that, you know, come to my show, but there's nothing happening here. And I felt. That's were, nice of you. Yeah. And there were real moments. Um, in I the, also get that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's only nice if you tell it somebody else. So yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, well, I, you know, but, but, but the thing is like, you can't, you know, I don't want to, there's no pitying her. It's mm-hmm. really lovely that she really likes me mm-hmm. and she shared, like she wants to send her love and interest mm-hmm. to me and I'll take that and I'm not going to lead her on. But, you know, if she gets something out of communicating with me, great, mm-hmm. but I'm not misleading well, her it's that's very nice of you but also it's leading uh, far away from where i was going with mm. my note <laughs> because i what i was wanted to talk about is i read about why uh, young women mm-hmm. date much older men mm-hmm. especially when they are in their early 20s yeah and I've, i never did that it is okay um you don't have to justify yourself no it is um because some women feel like they have power over this older man who is it just daddy issues no 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 who um knows i have daddy issues okay not anymore um that's why you date people who are nine years younger (laughs) Just self-treatment. I was dating my my father when he was young. No, who is the teenage dad, huh? Um, so no, but a young, attractive woman mm-hmm. has a lot of power mm-hmm. over a man 
who knows, well, this may be the last time I can do this. Touch a young woman like that. And it is it is a power uh, issue. I'm not but I don't shift it mm-hmm. to the other side. Yeah, do you yeah, know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, for sure. It's I'm not sure really if those weird. Young women um in in uh, like really absorb the concept of this man thinking this is my last chance to be with a woman this mm-hmm. young I'm, i don't think they're acting um based on this awareness that they represent some last you know hurrah with a young woman i don't think they they're necessarily acting on that but yeah the power it's always about power dynamics for sure okay One last thing before we get to my last yeah, note. Great. Um, I'm, I like that I'm leading the conversation now. But You're not I, I'm, leading I'm, it. I'm, I'm leading inter- it, but uh, I'm, I'm interested in your opinions. <laughs> um, because uh, I, I observe other people's relationships and sometimes... That's I what happens when you don't have one of your own. Feel right? <laughs> yeah, rub it in my face. <laughs> rub everything in my face except your pussy. Exactly. No. Um, so, <laughs> so I feel like um sometimes a tragedy can connect people huh? yeah for sure so a stillborn baby jesus uh, you went to ra- that <laughs> well it, it is a tragedy for sure or or any other tragedy the a death any of death. a loved one mm-hmm. um losing a job having to fight through a hard time together can mm-hmm. really connect people yeah and i yeah. was thinking Can, can, can the age difference be the tragedy that you have to fight through? For sure. And connect... Against society's judgment. Well, no, 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 no. Well, not against society, but against what you were initially hoping for. What who was initially hoping for? Both people in the relationship if both people in the relationship were hoping for a partner their age and suddenly there's like a 15 20 or 45 year age difference that's a lot um, that's a lot um if you have to fight through the, if this is your tragedy if you are first aware of it and maybe it, it can connect you because you know it's gonna end sooner than any other relationship because one of you will die soon. <laughs> jesus i don't think that that as a tragedy would connect two people no because the thing is you see you're aware of that tragedy mm-hmm. you know the tragedy is um it's foreseeable so it's not a tragedy it's like hey this is a this is a red flag this is problematic mm-hmm uh and that's it you're not gonna it may be problematic yeah yeah it well 45 years is absolutely problematic if it's such an age difference that um, yeah. someone's gonna 45 be years is definitely... soon, well, then yeah that's, that's psychologists say that um anything under i think 50 years difference is uh not necessarily a um disease or dis disorder that's the word any scientists say that any relationship with less than 50 years difference is not problematic um not necessarily for uh, the gene pool or for what? well there is uh, a thing called 
gerontophilia or mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. it's called. Ah, so you're talking about in terms of it being like pedophilic or uh, yes, something like that. There's there's something where you are attracted to yeah. people who have not sexually matured. That's yeah. pedophilia. Yeah. And then there's uh, yeah. the thing where you are attracted to like 95 year olds mm-hmm. uh, when you are in your 20, and that's yeah. gerontophilia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the last step before necrophilia. Um, <laughs> I wonder if it's like this natural, like once those 95 year olds die, yeah. it's like, well, now I'm a necrophilia because yeah. there's no more of these 95 year olds. They are still, okay. Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> In- interesting. And the last thing. Well, because those 95 year olds died, they become necrophilia. Yeah. And, and the last thing on my list is. Um, I'm so glad we touched necrophilia, just by the way. That excites me a lot. Thank you, Hans. It, it does excite you? Well, I've not talked about it once on the podcast and it's okay know, why does it excite you just because it's such a horrible topic it's like it's the it's the darkest but there's no victim <laughs> no i'm serious i'm I serious the victim is the person who's doing it because there's something very well it's very wrong yeah but to be there's only to one person did- involved it's like external masturbation. Yeah, but that there's it's outsourced the, hand job. It is. It's like a whatever. Like a cushion that happens to be a dead person's hand. Yeah, or face. Or face. Or whatever. Or yes, throat. but there is no real victim. There is no post-traumatic stress disorder in dead people. No, there's no there's no second victim, but there's the person who's doing it mm. that's clearly mm-hmm. disturbed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where the like if you're if you're actually enabled to um fuck dead people, mm-hmm. then there's going to be this this I mean, trauma it, that you're doing to yourself by you, enacting on those desires. Yeah, as long as you're not killing a person to fuck him when they're dead. Oh, true. Yeah. Then there's, I think it's weird. It is maybe a disorder, but there is gladly no victim. There are way worse things you can do than being a necrophilic. Are there really worse thing? Like, okay, killing a live person, traumatizing or a live any person, kind person. of rape. Yeah, yeah. Anything without consent. Uh-huh. But the thing is, a dead person can't consent. Like, just because they're dead doesn't mean that they... they uh, uh, I think, is that not up. the issue? I don't... I wouldn't. Is that not part of it? Uh, that you that fucking a dead person, it's they like... They're dead. Yeah. They don't have... Okay, they can't say no, but... that's the thing with no, humanity. That's the thing with humanity. We respect the dead because... Do we? We, well... We put them in, we, the, we, in we, a we hole. Write, we write... <laughs> We do, but that's part of the respect because we're returning them to the earth. If we respected them, we'd like really put them on a nice throne and have them sit in your house all the time. We can't afford that. No, that's no, no. I think respect is also returning the the body to the place where we all come from, which is the earth in terms of matter. (laughs) You would know. Okay, no. Yes, but um, but I think uh, we 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 uh, what's the word? We sanctify or we we protect human beings in Mm -hmm. writing. Even if they're like if they're dead, dead human beings are still um, uh, given a certain level of respect, and fucking them is not respecting them because when they're dead, they can't consent. I would not feel disrespected if you fucked me <laughs> when you were dead. Can you write that in your will that like you'd like to give yourself up to the necrophiliacs? <laughs> this is the worst will ever. It's like okay, my money, my fifteen euros go to this person, and Anna can sit on my face. <laughs> That's really And you know what? I'm not even going to try to make it good. Please, please don't (laughs) shave me three days before I die. (laughs) Keep it hairy. Always shave me just with a two so she gets 
pleasure i don't know i like I, uh, I like that you're thinking about how your dead body mm-hmm. could pleasure me with its hair that's uh wow mm-hmm. amazing was that your last note no okay what's the last note so the last note is kind of a touchy one Ooh. um <laughs> because w- w- it's a classic what would you have done uh-huh uh, because uh it's a classic what would you have done mm-hmm. uh yeah because um i'm a man okay a lot of man um and but also it it also happens to men that they get in any form sexually harassed Mm. i've never been raped gladly that's good but i but it happened on several occasions within the comedy community even Mm. that people harassed me so texting Mm -hmm. one woman touched my ass on stage Mm -hmm. And then once an audience member touched your ass while you Well, no, she was performing. Oh, it was a comedian. Yeah, and 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 I said, well, the next comedian is here for the second time, and she just walked on stage. And I said, "Uh, well, would you want to go back? Because I have a whole bit now. I want to do a bit about Mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm. And she said, no. And I'm like, well, I have four minutes now. I and also the whole stage before of this shitty open mic in this basement. Just sit down. I'm. You, Jesus. You, you get, and she said, no, a man can't tell me what to do. Oh. And I'm like, it's not about <laughs> men or women. Dude, it's I'm about, hosting the night. What I'm, the fuck? I'm the fucking producer of this show. And uh, she said, no, I can do whatever I want. And then she touched my ass. Wow. And so she squeezed it? She slapped just, it? Yeah, just a, little, just a, a grab, little grab. A little grab. A little grab. Um, like, you, like you test an avocado. You know, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, just a, a little, 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 um, little. little. Not wanting to um, bruise it. She yeah. was quite gentle. Yeah, she but was still. just checking is is my ass ripe or not? Yeah, yeah. And and it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, but not overly. Not overly. Uh, okay, so um, <laughs> ripe uh, or? And what I did is I also grabbed her ass. Oh, okay. And then trashed her. With every time I went on stage, I trashed her, and she left the show crying afterwards. And wow, how do you feel like that? Do you feel I like that feel was the really best? good about it. Yeah. Okay. So you grabbed her ass back, mm-hmm. and then you talked shit about her before you brought her up on stage? Well, no, not before she went up on stage, but afterwards. After she... Yeah. So when you went so back I trashed up after her she set. performed... Um, wow. I, I, um, uh, picked her weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Like she's a woman in her forties with short hair and her, uh, her hairdresser is gay. That was one of her bits. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, maybe you have a chance with him because you look like a little boy mm-hmm. and all those things. Mm-hmm. Like I, mm-hmm. like there's nothing worse to a woman in her forties than not being sexually attractive anymore. It's like, she's running out of time in, in that regard. Not and necessarily, those, but well, okay, okay. That's a general. Yeah. Assumption. Maybe burning alive. Is worse. Yeah. I'd say maybe that, or, you know, being made to fuck a dead person. And then, and then like the weirdest, those two weird incidents. One, there's like a, a oh, known... Oh, no, you wrote... Now, now, let me just get it straight. You grabbed her ass back. Mm-hmm. And, but then I think, I I think you her. roasting her afterwards was she, more a, a response to her um, kind of not respecting your place she, as a she host. She grabbed my ass. It wasn't really to do with the ass grabbing if you grabbed it back, right? Like you grabbed the ass back, mm-hmm. you roasted her because she had been disrespectful for of your yes. hosting. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and 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 she touched my ass and i said did you just touch my ass Mm. like i was so i was so confused that this just happened in front of people there were 50 people and i said did you just touch my ass and she said yeah why not 
And it was super weird. Wow. Um, this is a situation where I, I'd love to have your opinion. That is not okay. Yeah. And then there's two other things. There's one pretty known figure, wo- woman in the English comedy scene that harasses pretty much every man. <laughs> and um, <laughs> people don't go to the place anymore. Uh, I asked a person to fire them. And they said no, because she's a woman. And I said, would you have fired them if they were a man? Are you talking about a performer? It, well, no. A bartender? No, no. No, no you're not going to you're not going to name I'm, a name. You're I can I can nod or shake my po- head. <laughs> is this a comedian? Okay. And okay. All right, get, continue. So, uh, and I asked the, the person, "Well, can you not make this person come here anymore?" And and they said no, and I said, "Well, what would you have done if if it was a man?" Mm-hmm. And they said, "Well, I would have fired them immediately." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Whoa!" What sort this of what sort of um, uh, physical like what kind of um, sexual harassment? This was not nothing physical. It's more like coming on to men. Uh, yes, yeah. uh, talking about sex all the time, mm. telling me she wants to fuck me, mm-hmm. telling me she could fuck me if she wanted to, which mm-hmm. is just a rape threat, <laughs> to be yeah. honest. Yeah, it is. Uh, and and um, turning everything sexual. If yeah. if you text and there comes like, uh, if you're talking about shooting. And the word bang comes up. She was like, yeah, bang me. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just stop it. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. We, also, it's our job. Like we make our money doing comedy. So you, it's a workplace. <laughs> You're <laughs> preaching to the choir, it. babe. Like, absolutely. Okay. I, yeah. So this is the, the second thing. And the third thing is I got uh, molested on stage. <laughs> it's Again. Weird. It's weird. Okay. So this happened. So this really, really famous woman it's mm-hmm. like one of the five most famous women in german comedy uh-huh. um she was at one of my shows i met her two minutes before the show and i said well you're going on second and glad to have you i was really nervous uh, uh and and um then i brought her up i said well in the next community i'm so glad she's here blah, blah blah i brought her up and she comes up and people are like whoa holy shit she's here and mm-hmm. everybody's clapping and partying and um um then we hugged as you often do we hugged mm-hmm. and she gave me a kiss on the cheek mm-hmm. on the face cheek mm-hmm. and uh, yeah i see and, <laughs> and and i she didn't pull your pants down no, no, and like no. make out with your butt cheek and no. i and i blo- i was like oh so i i blushed i acted out really like um i'm flattered that mm-hmm. this woman kissed me on the cheek yeah, yeah. and i i was like oh hmm. uh and uh, then she said come on i i'll get the other cheek and um, she kissed me on the other cheek, and um, then I exaggerated the blushing. Mm-hmm. I pretended to faint, like, oh. Mm-hmm. And I went down on my knees, and when I was on my knees, she grabbed my head mm-hmm. and put it between her legs. I, I, I felt her... Pussy on your oh, face. The, what is the bone? Pelvic the vi- bone. Ven- ven- venous? Pelvic bone. Okay. That's the, <laughs> um, that's the term, obviously. And I can still feel it on my face. And um, t- uh, just for the record, I do not feel harassed because she's very attractive and mm-hmm. I want her to do that again. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but, but she still but, did, did but, it. But she couldn't have possibly known that. Yeah. Like I knew, I've known her for two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Like literally. Yeah, literally, <laughs> like, literally. Two minutes and she pushed her face into her vagina. Yes. Well, into so, her. Mm-hmm. First question is, or it's not a question. It's it's wrong, right, to do that. 
<sighs> There's a lot of context there. I come on. If Louis C.K. did that to a female comedian, oh no, she open could, they could. No, and it's very different. Um, if a Is woman, it? if he, okay, so if Louis C.K. Or any if other I, famous let, comedian. Let, let, let's use the Louis C.K. example. Uh, Louis pops into Adults Only Comedy Open Mic, mm-hmm. and I bring him up, and I am really um, like, uh, what's the word? Um, starstruck. Aroused. And uh, aroused. Starstruck. Yeah, starstruck and aroused, let's say. I would be very starstruck. I'm not sure if aroused, probably a bit aroused. Louis C.K. is very exciting for me. Mm-hmm. And I bring him up, and he kisses me on the cheek, and I do this thing of like, mm-hmm. <laughs> And then he kisses the other cheek and I drop to my knees. Mm-hmm. And he then grabbed my head and put it towards his, his penis. And you could feel his And I could dick. feel his penis, which I hope would be a little bit like just a semi. I'd want him to be at least a, like semi-hard yeah. at that point. <laughs> yes. Yes. You don't, want it, you don't want it to stick out so you have a bruise. No. Well, look, that, that would be a pride piece for sure. If he bruised me... Like, <laughs> Gave me a black eye from his hard penis. I would. He's like, oh, your hosting was so good. I got right? a boner I, from yeah, your penis. And I got a black work. eye from yeah. your penis. That's the best thing that has ever happened to uh, my. Uh, when you ask the couple in the front row if how long they've been together. Oh, I got a heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how good my hosting is. But yeah, I if, if that happened. I would not consider that. That would be part for me. I'm not saying that she didn't do anything wrong. I think it's really context-based. It's all dependent on how you felt Mm -hmm. and what the energy of the moment was. Mm -hmm. But in that power dynamic, someone's so famous and attractive for you, and then you've done this sort of acting out thing at the start. Mm -hmm. Louis C.K., for example, is not someone who is like, uh, if he wasn't Louis C.K., I would not find him attractive physically, Mm -hmm. but because I know who he is. And if that whole thing played out, Mm Uh, I would I would be going with it and I would I would have been honored that he felt I wouldn't have felt disrespected mm-hmm. I would have like and it's all conjecture right this is all mm-hmm. hypothetical but it would have been like we played this thing out together if I fall on my knees in front of someone mm-hmm. in a jest of a, like a sexual arousal or romantic overwhelm then I would like then the next step if you're on your knees well yeah like bring it to the crutch baby okay if okay what would have happened? If she took my head, put it between her legs, and I stuck my tongue out. Put, took your head? Well, she took hand. my head. Oh, your head. I thought you said she, hand. No, so she, if she took, took my your, head. She put it between her legs. If you stuck your tongue out? If I went like this. <laughs> then I think you would have been playing fair game. That would have been fine. You really? Have, yeah. <gasps> she pulls your head to her, vagi- her vagina. You sticking your tongue out is totally called for. Oh, my for. God. That would have been the Best that would have, my- you, would have, <laughs> you fucked up. That's uh, basically what happened, Hans. God you missed your opportunity. Damn it. Yeah. But uh, that's no, interesting. I don't want to talk about anything anymore. Oh. Now, now I'm sad. But I missed I, out on a, the I'm great opportunity. Uh, this, all this talking about Louis C.K. pulling me into his crutches. Yeah, I uh, I would totally be down for that. Louis, you're coming to you're coming to Berlin uh, next year. This year, this year he should be mm-hmm. coming. I have tickets. Me too. Mm. Yeah, I can't wait to Me see. Me too him. is also a slogan of this show. I know, right? Mm-hmm. I bought three tickets. I want to lay down and just meditate through <laughs> <laughs> this whole shit. What like, <laughs> around the, what, what you want to meditate around? What? No, I want to. I want my um, my drink. 
on my right and I want uh, my food on my left. You're saying you want to see Louis C.K. in total luxury? Yes. With no one that you know around ah, you? Ah, no. Social distancing. <laughs> I bought the tickets before Corona and I was like, yeah, I don't want to have people around me. Really? What? No. No, of I course I just not. bought three tickets. Yeah, so you've got two other somebody, people. Yeah, yeah good, good, good. Ticket. I bought one ticket because I was like, I don't care. I'm going by myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I know lots of people who've got tickets, so that's cool. But I would do a lot to meet him. Oh, my God. Yes. To mate him? To mate him. When I get really excited, my Australian accent comes out a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. I'm, I would really like to meet him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's definitely uh, one of my favorite writers and performers of yeah all time, mm-hmm. all time, all time. See, all I get time. I get excited and yeah, then I speak right. like an Aussie. Um, Your accent is coming through. Uh, coming through. That's not Aussie at all. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't coming know. Coming through. My... Coming through, mate. I don't. I don't know. Um, it's been a while since I've. In there but in terms of sexual harassment you have been sexually harassed i think in the comedy scene uh more than i have uh i think we can change that <laughs> <laughs> no we can't change that i don't want to you know and, and i'm you know touch wood that doesn't change well see that's but... one of the perks of being untracked <laughs> i'm <laughs> sorry uh, it's so fine it's just not believable it's cool um you're a very attractive woman thanks hans <laughs> There was a long silence after that. I just said it. I, I. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not insecure at all. It's fine. Um, no, but I've um, I've done a lot of work on um, men in the comedy scene, understanding that the um, the open mic circuit, as well as all like all stages. Once you're out of the open mic circuit, then you you understand that it's an industry, it's a workspace. Mm-hmm. But the open mic uh, at open mic level, a lot of guys don't realize that it is a place of work mm-hmm. and. For you to come on if you're coming on to female comedians that is sexual harassment in the workplace because mm-hmm. they are there just like you as an artist to perform mm-hmm. and it's not that like they you know women are um unfortunately so regularly uh approached based on their appearance in a sexual way and to bring that also into the workplace is uh, is crossing the line. You know, you can mm-hmm. you can uh, you can do something. You know, telling a, telling a female comic, oh man, you look sexy tonight. If you don't have a, a formed a friendship, sexy is a strong word for a stranger. Exactly. Yeah. If they're a friend of yours mm-hmm. and they're like, wow, you're looking hot today. That's totally different. But if you don't know that person mm-hmm. and you're a fellow comedian, it's not okay. It's just I, not okay. A woman, I don't I, objectify I, them. We're objectified in every other fucking space, not in our workplace, please. There was a woman once at a show. It's not a show; it's an open mic. But she was, she's a female comedian, and I said, "Well, you look so different today. What did? Well, what is? What is? What is up?" And she said, "Yeah, I have a different hair color." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, yeah, that's right." And then she said, "Do you think I look good?" And I said, "You're a colleague. I don't want to judge that." And she was like, "No, just say I look." Good. Yeah, just lie, Hans. <laughs> just, just, yeah. That's that's no, a way was, of getting out of not she, telling the she's, truth. She, she is attractive, but I didn't want to say, hey, yeah. yeah, I totally want to fuck you. Well, yeah, you don't have to. You can just be like, I like your new hair color. That's okay. Yeah. Just like I like your dress, or I like your boots, yeah. or I like what you know. But 
yeah, when you're like, oh, you're all dolled up or, oh, you're looking hot or you're looking sexy or, oh, turn around. Mm-hmm. I need to see the back of those pants. Are those your cute butt pants? Okay. That an, you know what? Is that something I've received people a say? lot of these things, actually. Are those turn your, around. Are those your... I want to see what those pants look like from the back. Yeah. That's or, a sentence or, people make up. Are they your good a- good ass pants? And it's like, dude, all of my pants are my good ass pants. But like, but a lot of these things also come from friends. So it's like, you know, once yeah, they're okay. friends. That's okay. That's okay. Well, that's okay. Or by friends it's just like you're in the scene long enough mm-hmm. that these people become your com- comedic family mm-hmm. and they might cross the line if they were a, if that was a stranger then they're crossing a line but the, you know, I, I don't care you know like mm-hmm. you can compliment me sexually all my jokes it's fine it's mm-hmm. fine um but no i've not yeah i haven't had any not that i can remember i've, I've not had to school people too much like i school mm-hmm. people but it's mm, I don't remember the things. Well, I I banned a person once from stage. Uh, he, uh, he 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 touched a female comedian, not okay. and not in in an appropriate um, spot. But I mean, hips and arms are inappropriate if you don't know each other. Absolutely. And and she was like, "Hey, you yeah, you have you have fifteen hundred followers on Facebook." That was three years ago, and she mm. was she was eighteen. So she. Mm. 18 18 she was was 18 so this was was a like second or third gig Mm. and she was really fascinated by this person she she googled us before the show Mm. and she was like yeah you have 1500 followers on facebook and he said yeah uh, you could really benefit from having sex with me oh that's disgusting and i'm like dude you can't you come back to that. my show. No, you can't. We have to really That's get this so out of the way bad. now. And I, I made him apologize to the woman. Yeah. She came, she came up to me after the show. I'm like, "What's up?" And she's like, "I'm like, ugh, I don't want to deal with it." But I had to. Yeah. And and I texted him right after the show, and I sent him like the paragraphs from the law. Yeah, great, great. If you, if you promise something mm-hmm. um, for sexual blah 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 yeah. then this is harassment you can't you i know it's a bar exactly but and you can't what, do and it i know it's like you can't do it you finished your work day and now you're at a bar and people are drinking dude it's still a workplace it's a workplace and you can't be doing that stuff uh no, no matter what i've i've given feedback i've never i haven't banned anyone i certainly will give people breaks from my open mic if they're doing jokes that I, you know, I'll give some feedback and be like, Hey dude, in this joke, I think the audience is pulling back from you because you are objectifying women. You're criticizing them. They spend their whole existence being criticized for their physical appearance. Mm -hmm. I would recommend, like I I suggest maybe have a think about that because the audience, you lose the audience when you do that. Tell me what kind of, joke or can you quote a joke uh, i don't want to i don't want to go specifics there's okay. a few but there's a, been a couple of guys that have done specifically like fat jokes or okay. jokes where um there's a lot of kind of like violence against females joked about and then like they do joke on joke on joke like that and it's like dude women are gonna think that you're a total mm. misogynist i know you i know mm. you're not but think about the structure of your set because you're putting people off you and mm-hmm. that's you, you've got other stuff you can do better mm-hmm. you can do better than that like that's think about the full message of what your yeah. set's putting also, out there as a producer mm. of your own show mm. you don't really have to justify if you want to have somebody on or not no like but i like to give decide. feedback and for example some guys will be like oh yeah that didn't really work and it's like yeah that didn't work because all the females fucking hate you for that joke do you realize how much <laughs> and their <laughs> boyfriend 
Brain can laugh, so yeah, nobody's no laughing. No one's having fun. <laughs> you're, mate, you're, you think it's like it's funny at one level, but because you're you're alienating all these other people who are feeling judged by you, it's not going to work. And so I like to give the feedback because they don't realize, like they're mm-hmm. just you know, it's kind of hacky stuff to write. It mm-hmm. can get a laugh in some with some audiences, but it's like yeah, grow, grow. Yeah, and so I've given that feedback, yeah. and it's like I'm not going to ban you because you just did fat shaming jokes about women, mm-hmm. but. Here's the feedback. Let's see what you do with it. And then, you know, yeah, yeah. And then there was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to, I think banning people is fine if you explain why mm-hmm. and you have an attempt at educating. Like you've That's got the to best educate, part of banning people. Educate. Is well, no, being in the higher position yeah, to but say, some, hey, you suck. Yeah, and I'm all down for banning people when you give them feedback and they, you know, and, and, I'm down for, you know, if you give, you've got to give them the chance, they might just not be educated, you know, like it's like cancel culture. You've got to let them know what they've done wrong and then give them the chance to reflect and And then destroy their lives. And then you can, (laughs) then you can, if they don't, if they don't take that on and and respect how they're um, creating like serious discomfort Mm -hmm. for people, then then they get canceled. Also, sometimes when you're trying new stuff, uh, this shouldn't be an excuse, but maybe an explanation. If you're trying new stuff on stage, you're nervous, and uh, it can go- come down to like one word, oh, totally. or, or just one little pause, uh, li- little totally. d- whatever, bl- blinking, and uh, the whole meaning of the bit can change. And sometimes you yeah. miss it because you're yeah. so nervous about the oh, yeah. uh, punchline that you fuck up the premise. Or, or even like... Just in that in that open mic, like in that first development of an idea on stage, I've said some horrendous shit. And mm. often if you, you haven't practiced it, like something will come out that's just not like it could be interpreted mm-hmm. in such a bad way. You know, there is this space in open mics where, you, you know, there's going to be stuff that's going to offend that you didn't mean to say, or you might have written something and you didn't realize the, the greater implications mm-hmm. of it or a different interpretation. And... You know, and so of course, like that can happen, and that's the space for a conversation and and giving that you know not a, like often if you're a practicing comic you'll you'll realize that when you get off stage or you've recorded it and you'll hear it back and be like, mm-hmm. oh, but then there are things that you know in terms of education and exposure or experience, people aren't aware of what they've just done mm-hmm. and so and then when they keep repeating it, that's when it is the job a little bit, I think of a producer to stand up and go, hey. I'm not sure if you've noticed this, mm-hmm. but this could be understood like this. Totally. I had a guy once just making pretty bad rape jokes. And I'm not against rape jokes per se, but they have to be good. They have to be very good. And he just m- made fun of like rape victims. And oh, I said, what? No. And I'm like, dude, there's 50 people in the audience. And by statistic, mm-hmm. there's maybe five mm-hmm. or more people who have been raped. Mm-hmm. So there's like, or or just just many people have been, those people exist, and you're making fun on their cost. How do you say it? You're yeah. making fun on their um, expense at their at their expense at their expense. That's yeah. it. And he wasn't aware of that. He was like, really, that many people? He was like, maybe oh. one of two thousand people gets what the raped. Fuck. It, which still is a lot. No, but, but I'm, got, like, but I'm, but I'm like, this is not what any statistic says. It's 
And not even that, but there's rape, but there's also just like all of the sexual harassment or Mm -hmm. abuse or physical abuse. Mm -hmm. There's so many elements there. insecurity. Just like fear, like the the, mm-hmm. the 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 constant fear that women live in of of being assaulted by a man or me being What's assaulted the fun by female. In that? Oh, shut up! You're no victim. But there has been bad behavior made towards you. Yes. What? Yes. Ma- making me a victim. In, Not in, in that one case where I both really enjoyed both it. Both cases was mm. three cases. I named three cases. There was doesn't be- matter. Uh, yeah. So what was the third case? Your butt was touched and you touched mm-hmm. back and then you roasted her. Famous woman and then and then the woman from the English scene here who said something to you. Yes. And okay. Text. Well, all the times I've been said something to like uh-huh. something has been said to me. I don't count really. You don't? No, man. Like that's just it's. What a cunty move. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, dude. You really? You don't count that? You should count I don't that. count it. I don't you count should. it. The first time I did... No, but I... There's too many, Hans. That's the point. As a female, there's so many incidents of that shit that you don't count it. Physical stuff. And look, there's been physical ones for sure, but it's like, I, I don't... You just, you just, you deal with it in the moment and you react and then you mm. let it go. Like the number of times working in a bar or a restaurant, my ass is being grabbed and I t- I've had to turn around and, you know, do so- say something mm. back or on the street or on the train mm. or do like, it's so many times in my career as a comedian. And it's so easy to get away with Comedians that. haven't, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no they don't get away with it they 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 get my reaction and it's not getting away with okay. it no but yeah i can't i can't list all the times that something like that has happened to me but in terms of my comedy um experiences no fellow colleagues have physically crossed mm-hmm. the line with me mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay th- i'm glad to hear that at yeah least. yeah i just fucked them instead um so are there any other points that we want to go over that's pretty much it what i wanted to talk about with you great Uh, so yeah i hope you switch to german i will Mm -hmm. i will i'm gonna do some german for sure Mm -hmm. do some german comedy Mm -hmm. uh can you uh tell us anything uh would you like to plug anything for yourself on this podcast i like the term plug in a sex podcast it's nice um Yeah, well, I have a uh, podcast. It's called Duden Comedy. Duden. Duden. That's it's the German, German. dictionary. Mm-hmm. And we go through the Duden from A to Z. And uh, for every word of those 400,000 words, we write jokes. So we do four, five words an episode. Mm-hmm. And Basti Ulrich. A comedian from Munich and myself, we write like maybe one, two or three jokes for every word. And then we have like one that's good. Mm-hmm. Do you so, write the jokes beforehand or when yes. you're doing the podcast? No, 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 no. no. Okay. We take, in the beginning, it took me a long time. And now it's like an hour or two hours where you sit down and you have a word. I don't know some tribe name. We had mm-hmm. the Abbasiden. That's Abaziden. a Muslim tribe. Mm. Um, we had really really weird terms. Are you still an um, A? Yes, of course. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. So this is a this is gonna be a lifetime. Project. We we started out with AA and uh, AA. That's a German child word for shit. 
Ah, uh-uh. uh-uh. yeah, yeah, because I can't say K. And um, I know since that. the second, <laughs> since the second episode, we have words starting with A B till words starting Spicy. with A B. But it, they are all different. It A B are my initials. So, Abitur. Yeah. It Abitur. can be Abakus, Abba, Abba, Abfahrt. So Abfahrt, genau. all those words. And sometimes it's really easy to come up with jokes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just sit there for half an hour and you're like, fucking hell, I don't know anyway. Yeah, for sure. Writing jokes based on, yeah, I love roast writing, for example, because it's like, okay, you've got a real, you know, um, brief, design brief. You've mm-hmm. only got these things and you got to, yeah, I, I love writing jokes based on one specific thing. Um, mm-hmm. It's a great exercise. I do want to listen to this podcast. And uh, so Duden, uh, that's on Spotify, iTunes, everything. Yes. Okay. So if you want to improve your German, Duden. The Duden podcast? Duden Comedy. Duden Comedy, okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anything else? Well, I have another podcast, Wilde Ponies. It's uh, a long-form improv podcast, but it's uh, paused at the moment because it's illegal to have more than one person in the room, and it's impossible for me to do it via Zoom or Hangout, so... Cool. Uh, and then when Corona is not happening, you've got Wilde Ponies as your, as your yes. comedy show. Yes. Stand-up and improvised stand-up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Noise, noise. All right. Well, for me, as always, Anna Barros on YouTube, on Facebook, AF Barros on Instagram and TikTok. That has been Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Uh, see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>